is up everybody it is patrick here with another episode of patrick's reviews and guess what we now have a website for the review show i decided this is going to be a fun long-term thing we're doing here so we go went ahead and set up a website you can find all the information about the show over at patrick'sreviews.com and that includes all those places you can subscribe to the podcast and we're on all kinds of platforms pretty much all of your favorite platforms are there as well as the Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube links are all right there on the website in one handy little place that you can find all the information about the show. And as you can see from today's title, we will I will be reviewing the cult classic, and I use that term because that's pretty much how you can describe this movie, 2004's Napoleon Dynamite. Now this was a suggestion. Like I said, I am always looking for films to review. So this was a suggestion from a good friend of mine. So a big shout out to Samantha for suggesting this. And are we still going to be friends after this review? We're going to find out here in one second. Now, to tell you a little bit about Napoleon Dynamite, like I said, it was 2004. It has an IMDb rating of 6.9 out of 10 and a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 72%. So they're right there, 69%, 72%. Very, very, um, it seems to be this film gets a lot of rated around the same. Actually, on TV Guide, I saw the rating was 62%. So you're staying right there in that same range when it comes to the rating. And I think there's warrant to some of that rating and definitely not warrant to some other parts of it, as we're going to talk about here in the review. A couple odd tidbits I picked up on as I was Got it doing some research for this. The girl in it, the girl who plays Deb in this movie, I did not realize. I recognized the name, but I didn't quite couldn't quite picture where I had heard the name from. She's actually the little girl that is in Waterworld. So I thought that was kind of interesting because that that massive quote unquote flop that Kevin Costner has. She's the little girl Nola in Waterworld. So there's a little bit of trivia for you for Napoleon Dynamite. But let's go ahead and dive into the review itself. Do start. I'm going to start right at the beginning, right at the beginning of the movie. Probably some of the coolest opening credits you will ever see are in this movie. It really got me, it really drug me in right from the opening credits. How they did that, how they gave the cast and all the production and all the technical credits and stuff like that, I thought was just genius. And it fit in with the rest of the movie. So I thought that was very, very well done. And this isn't me just throwing something out there to throw something good to say about the film out. I thought it was very excellently done. And it's worth just going on YouTube just to watch the opening credits if they're on there. I'm sure they're on there somewhere. The other thing I thought was very good in the movie was the music. It starts with the opening credits. The soundtrack to this film is outstanding, including one of what I think is one of the most underrated 80s songs ever, which is One in Rome's The Promise as the ending credit song I thought was just so fitting for the film as well. The other thing I really enjoyed about this movie is it looks incredible. Now, you might say, what are you talking about when you say it looks incredible? Just the exterior and interior shots, how it was directed, and the camera work that is done looks amazing. The interior shots have just enough quirkiness 
to be part of the character of the film. The, 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 the shots, the house, things like that are characters unto themselves in the film. And the exterior shots, I thought, were just spectacular. There was one scene in particular where Napoleon is running down the road that just looks gorgeous as it is happening. So th- there's some great camera work by this director. I, did, I forgot to go look him up. I'm not sure if he's done anything else or not, but there is some great camera work done by the crew. The lighting is really good in it, especially the interior shots. The houses are just lit so oddly that it plays part of the movie. Like I said, it's a character unto itself, some of the sets and things like that. So all of those technical aspects, the music, the the, the credits are, like I said, just so cool how the credits are. The mood of the film is set by those things. It's set by the scenery. It's set by the interior shots, those kind of things. And you know you're in for a very unique viewing experience as you go through and watch the movie. Here's the thing, though. you got to look at what is being filmed, okay? All the technical aspects and all of those things are great. But what is it that's actually being filmed is what makes a movie, Like I said in in an earlier review, I'm not a fan of CGI stuff, so I don't care how cool the CGI is, what are you putting behind the CGI? And I'm a huge fan of quirky, offbeat movies. Wes Anderson, I think, makes some amazing movies, things like Moonrise Kingdom and the Royal Tenenbaums and things like that. I love those kind of movies. So it's not that I'm not a fan of those kind of movies. I think they're great. The Life Aquatic Steve Zusko is another one that I think is great. Rushmore with Jason Reitman, another one that I think is those offbeat, quirky type films. The one thing that those films, all those films that I just mentioned have in common is a very snappy, witty script to go along with the look of the movie. The, the technical aspect of it is one side. That's one character. But the script is like the other character of it. And all those movies I just named, Royal Tenenbaums, Moonrise Kingdom, Rushmore, Life Aquatic Steve Zusko, all of those have a very, very witty, snappy, peppy script to go with them. That's where this film falls woefully short. I mean woefully short is in the script itself, is in the dialogue itself. And and I'm going to be honest with you, having offbeat, having off-kilter characters is enjoyable only if those characters are something more than just offbeat and off-kilter. By that I mean what other depth, what, what other layer do you have to these characters outside of, oh, look, Napoleon's a quirky high school kid. Oh, look, Pedro's a quiet Latino kid. Oh, look, there's the popular girl. Oh, look, the uncle is kind of creepy, right? Outside of those things, what else do you have? And the problem is five minutes after watching this movie, when you think back at the characters that are in it, there's not much else there. Yeah, like I said, you're going to go to the technical side of it. But a movie has to be carried by the performances. A movie has to be carried by the script, not the technical side of it. And that's where this film, Napoleon Dynamite, falls so short, is in what is actually in the script, in what is actually being presented on the screen. There's nothing to it. There is nothing to it. 
There's no thought to it. There's no rhyme or reason to the scenes. You could almost put a lot of these scenes just out of order and it wouldn't matter because there's nothing building. You're not building towards anything in the movie. That's, I mean, I hate to say it. That's why this film for me, you're going to get a four out of 10. You're going to get a four out of 10. Why? Because outside, once you stop looking at how the film looks, which is where the score comes from, is the technical side of it. Honestly, the script gets a zero for me. The script gets an absolute zero for me because, like I said, being offbeat, being quirky, just for the sake of being offbeat and quirky, does not work. A perfect another example of this of a film that tries to do this, that tries to be offbeat and quirky, that doesn't work is Jennifer's Body, the Megan Fox Amanda Seyfried movie. Well, it tries to be like this really cool thing, but it tries just too hard and there's no substance to it. That's where Napoleon Dynamite falls woefully short. Technically an outstanding film. A great film to look at. However, it is not backed up by what you see on the screen. And I want to challenge those of you who hold this film in such high regard. Hold this film up as one of those cult classics that it truly seems to be. When was the last time you watched it? Go back and watch it again. I want, to, I want you to go back and watch it again, but I want you to watch it again like you're watching it for the first time and see if you're going to think it's as funny as you remembered it to be. See if you're going to think it's as good as you remembered it to be. Because I'm going to say that you're probably not going to. I'm going to say you're probably not going, it's not going to live up to that, what you have built up in your mind. There's a lot of movies like this. There's a lot of movies that you go back and once you rewatch them, you know, removed 10 years, 20 years down the road aren't as great as you remember them to be. And I'm going to throw out an example that a lot of people are going to have a problem with me saying this, but I think Pulp Fiction is a great example of a film that's like this, that you remember how ultra cool it was. And I'm, I saw, hey, I saw Pulp Fiction five times in the theater when it came out. I thought it was such a neat film, thought it was such an amazing film. It doesn't hold up well when we watching. I tried to watch it a, a few months back, couldn't even get through the whole thing because it just doesn't hold up well. So do that with this film. For those of you who are out there who love this movie, who say it might be even be in your top 10, when was the last time you actually went and watched it? When was the last time you sat down with it? Is it really as good as you think it is? I'm going to challenge you to probably say that it's not. So my rating for Napoleon Dynamite, 4 out of 10, only for the technical side of it. Sorry, Samantha. Now, the next show, we are going to have another fan suggestion, and it is going to be Gone Baby Gone. And just like Napoleon Dynamite, just like Elf, just like Cats, this will be the first time I have ever watched Gone Baby Gone. So it should be interesting to see if it's as good as everyone says it is. I'm hoping it is. Also, something we're going to be doing, you notice that the website is Patrick's Reviews, not Patrick's Movie Reviews, because we're going to be branching out into music and television. So if you have an album you want me to take a listen to and give you a review of, or TV you want me to look into, 
please go ahead and drop a comment down below. I already have one album that's going to be the very first album I ever bought when I purchase, when I have my own money to purchase. That's going to be the first review I'll be doing of music. So if you have music, full albums only, not a single, or a TV show, drop the link. Or you can email Reviews at gmail.com, and I will be more than happy to take a look at it. So once again, Napoleon Dynamite, 4 out of 10, simply because of the technical aspects of it. Nothing to do with the script itself. And I'll talk to you all again real soon. Have a great day, everybody.